Welcome back to Idgits and Ass Butts. I'm Rochelle. And I'm Lynn. And today we are talking about Season 1, Episode 7, called Hookman. Woohoo! One of my favorite urban legends. <laughs> uh, we start at the Theta Sorority at Eastern Iowa University. A girl named Lori walks out of the bathroom into her shared bedroom and asks her roommate named Taylor if what she's wearing is okay for her date tonight. Um, it is not okay. <laughs> Button up blouse. <laughs> yeah. It's okay to go to work in. It's not okay for date night. Uh, she's wearing a, a jean skirt and a button down shirt and Taylor does not approve. Um, she grabs a tiny little halter top out of her own dresser. So Lori changes and says goodbye. Also, it looks, I thought the first time I watched that, that she was handing her lingerie. It's a freaking bralette. Like, I mean, really it is with the longer stomach. You yeah. 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 Still. <laughs> and it didn't look right. It looked like she needed a bra. Yeah. <laughs> her bra also. needed a bralette. Yeah. Her, wait, her bralette needed a bra. Whatever. <laughs> she needed more padding. <laughs> um, Taylor says, don't do anything I wouldn't do. And Lori says, there's nothing you wouldn't do. And Taylor says to the camera, to us viewers, she says, it's true. <laughs> like, well, yeah. We, if you put it that way, we needed to know that. Apparently, uh, Lori and her date Rich have parked, parked with a capital P, by the way, um, <laughs> under a bridge, which is never a good idea. Nope. They, they start making out. Uh, dude tries to get his hand under her shirt, and she says no. To which he says, "It's okay." Which is a total douche move, P.S. Also, like, is he saying, oh, it's okay, I can do this? Or is he saying, like, oh, it's okay, like, it's fine, whatever, I guess I'll move on. You know He's what? saying, it's okay, let me do this. Yeah. See, yeah. I didn't take it that way the first time that I watched it, but then as the scene went through, I was like, mm, I think that's not how he meant that, yeah. you know? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so we cut to outside the car, you see a shadowy figure with a hook. Instead of a hand moving closer to the car. No good. No good. Never good. Uh, Lori seems uh, sweetly into this guy. She's really innocent and giggly, and you can tell that she genuinely likes this guy. Probably a, a character flaw on this one's part. <laughs> yeah. But, I don't know. She seems into him, which is pretty cute. Um, Rich goes to kiss her again, but then turns his head at the last minute and starts making out with her neck. Just a total douchebag move. I know, really, like... I didn't think that that's where that was going. Yeah. Ugh. <laughs> but okay. Yeah, he tries to get under her shirt again, and she is looking not too into it. She says, hey, I mean it. Um, and you hear a metal scraping sound, and we see is the hook being dragged across a dead-end sign. And you hear some more metal scraping sounds, and Rich goes out to investigate. What also, a moron! I know. Well, okay, so here's the thing, like... I thought it was kind of funny, the whole dead end and scraping, you know, like, ooh, this is going to be a dead end, you know? Yeah. Also, like, why would you get out of the car? That is never a good option. No, like, you drive away. I know, right? Like, you are in a perfectly good car at the at that point. It's running, you know, mm -hmm. like, or it could be running, I guess. And, like, just drive. Yeah. Just drive. That's all you need to do. Yeah, unless you hear someone calling for help, at which point you drive, you call 911 and then drive away. And then it might be a Wendigo, and so you I don't know. <laughs> Call 911 and drive away. Yeah. Be like, it was in this area and I ran because I was scared. Yeah. Uh, so he tells Lori to stay in the car. Uh, when Rich is outside, he sees his car getting scratched across, but whatever is doing it is invisible. Uh, then the tires get popped, the back windshield shatters, and Rich is mysteriously missing. 
Lori locks all the doors and rolls up the windows, which is super smart. Good girl. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Then there's a thump on the roof of the car and squeaky scratching noises. Lori screams while cowering on the floor. And I'm thinking, that's a big-ass floor. Like, she I can, know. She can fit down there. I know. That's what I thought, too. I was like, dang, she is sitting on the floor of the car. And, like, in the front seat, no less. The back seat would be one thing. Yeah. But, like, that's that's impressive. Yeah. Maybe she's just incredibly tiny or that's, like, a really old car. Could know? be. But, like, or both. Yeah. yeah. I was, I was like, wow, I can't believe she fits down there. I would get, like, one leg down there, and then I'd just be, like, <laughs> then I'd just be muffining up. <laughs> okay, great. <laughs> um, the noises stop, and Lori gets out of the car and starts running away, as you do. Why would you get out of the car? I, I might why? at that point. I might at that point. I mean, like, your back window shattered, so you're not really protected anymore. Yeah. Well, here's the thing, though, is, like, you would think that it would cross her mind as she's running, or not as she's running, as she's locking the car doors and, like, rolling up the windows, which she had to turn the car on to do. Like, right. oh, let's just, just keep it away. running and drive away. Yeah. Oh, you no, know, he like, popped the tires. The tires Oh, this were is popped. true. Yeah. Still, you can make it at least somewhat of a distance without a flat. I feel like, or with a flat, I feel I like. I probably would. You know, I would try it. I mean, it would fuck up the, whatever the tires are. T- I don't know. But a parts. new wheel or being dead, you know? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, like, I don't care as long as it's moving. I, I don't care what car parts I'm breaking. I would be okay with it. Yeah. So she stops and looks back and see sees Rich upside down, hanging by his ankles from the bridge. He's totally dead. <laughs> um, and his hand is touching the roof of the car. What? Yeah, and that's what was making that squeaky, scratching sound. <laughs> uh, we cut to Sam uh, getting off. A payphone. <laughs> Good grief. <laughs> he walks over to Dean, who is sitting at a table outside a cafe. Dean says, your half-calf double vanilla latte is getting cold over here, Francis. <laughs> I don't think that's a crazy drink. No, I don't. I mean, it's like, okay, you know, still got some caffeine. Not enough to give you the tummy troubles, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like, okay, we're from Seattle, so, like, that's pretty tame like oh man i would one of somebody oh i don't even remember who it was but somebody was telling me about their coffee order and it was like a no it wasn't somebody telling me it was at the convention i'm like totally like apparently can't remember anything um <laughs> mark pellegrino he was saying like it was like a half calf low fat you know this what you know all these different things it's like a list of things mm-hmm. and like that's his starbucks order yeah and it's just like what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's surprising. My, my like, I don't, I don't drink this anymore. But for years, mine was like a triple grande soy toffee nut latte. That's not that bad. It's not that bad, but like, order it. Okay, because so like, Eric is from Rhode Island, where they have two Starbucks. <laughs> yeah. Okay. It's like I want a mocha please. And one's in the airport and one's in the mall. <laughs> I'm not fucking around. Everything else is a Dunkin' Donuts, and it's not like they have soy. Yeah. <laughs> It's black coffee. Or toffee nut, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so, like, we'd go and I'd order and they'd, they'd just look at me like I was crazy and I'd just be like, you're a Starbucks. Like, I'm allowed to say that many things in a row and you're supposed to understand. <laughs> it's like, hold on. Yeah. Oh, man. No, I definitely, for the longest time, I, well, it's pretty much what I still get, but, like, a peppermint white chocolate mocha frappuccino with no whip. Mm-hmm. That's, that's not, not that bad. That's not though. crazy. No. That's not crazy. Mm-mm. There's a while, though, that I did, um, like, the half-calf thing. hmm Like, I still do that sometimes, depending sometimes on how much I hate myself. Yeah. 
sometimes you don't want to poop that much. Also, that's a big part of it, too. Like, yeah. I'm going to work. I probably shouldn't be in the bathroom every five minutes. Right. Like, let's half-calf this crap. Yeah. <laughs> literally. I know. Literally. Yeah. Uh, anyways. Sorry. Um, no offense to Rhode Island, P.S. You probably have more Starbucks now. And Dunkin' Donuts, you know. But it's still not as much as Seattle. Yeah. Dunkin' Donuts is growing on me. It's still, it's totally weird. Just like, because the, there isn't like the whole Dunkin' Donuts thing on the West Coast. I mean, uh-uh. there's a couple, but there's, it's not. I don't it's think I've ever had it. I mean, yeah. they, you can buy, like, the packages of the coffee, you know, like, right. coffee grounds or whatever. Yeah. But you can't, I mean, at least from what I've seen, there hasn't really been any Dunkin' Donuts where I've been. Yeah. But there's a Starbucks on literally, like, every corner. You can Google <laughs> mm-hmm. Starbucks near me in our area and get one, like, every mile. Yeah. It's totally true. Like, in... Covington, where we are right now, <laughs> don't triangulate us. <laughs> There's two. <laughs> and they're literally a block away from each other. Yeah. And it's crazy. And one of them's a... Oh, well, nope, no. there's three. Because one of them's a wine bar. Shut up. Which one? The one... Um, oh, one in Maple Valley. Oh. Yeah, after a certain I wasn't time. even counting that one. That's yeah. four. Yeah, and that's all, like, in the same area. Like, the... Um, it after a certain time in the day, it, like they start serving wine. That's crazy. Yeah, so you get coffee and you get alcohol. Yeah, <laughs> what? I mean, that's all you need. I know, right? <laughs> and then the bakery, pastries, right. and all that sort of stuff. <laughs> and the sandwiches. So Sam was trying to find uh, their dad. <laughs> Sorry, were we not done? <laughs> no, it's fine. <laughs> I don't know how I feel about wine in a store. I mean, like, I like the idea, but also, like... I kind of wonder if it's any good. Yeah. Not like, that I'm a wine what, person, but... What kind of wine? I don't know. Hmm. We should discover, like, Starbucks wine. Okay. Just for the heck of it, one day, just go there and be like, okay. Wine me. I know. Like, <laughs> we're going to do the drive. Yeah. And we're going to go. Yeah. I wonder if there's caffeinated wine. I wonder if that's a thing. I feel like that's why they got rid of Four Loko. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Not that I've ever had it, because that was before I was able to drink. But <laughs> Right, right. I've never had it either. Um, okay, so Sam, <laughs> Sam was trying to find their dad through the FBI's missing person database uh, and check John's plates for traffic violations, but their dad does not want to be found. Um, Dean has found them a case in Acne, Iowa. Yeah. Acne? Did I say that? Sure. We'll go with it. Okay. Uh, The article (laughs) says, mysterious death of a fraternity brother. Dean thinks it's their kind of job because the only eyewitnesses, uh, the only eyewitness says the killer was invisible. Yeah. So they go to the dead guy's frat house and say they're fraternity brothers from Ohio. They're transfers and need a place to stay. I think it's interesting for this case, like... They can't find Daddy Winchester, but then they're like, but we're going to work on a case that he would check out. Yeah. Like, I think, well, for Dean anyways, like, but he would do it, you know, and it's like, I don't know. Is that like Dean going, I kind of miss him and I want to do something that, like, he would do? I think so. Or like, also, I don't know. like, how are we going to fill this time until, yeah. like, a lead comes up? Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. So, inside the frat house, uh, they walk into a room where a guy is painting himself purple. (laughs) (laughs) They tell him um, they're his new roommates, and the guy asks them to paint his back. (laughs) Dean has him. Oh, man. (laughs) I love the line there, too. He's an artist, or he's the artist. The things he could do with a brush. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) 
little seductively. I know, too, right? <laughs> and then I think that's the part of the reason why Sam gives him so much stink eye. Yeah. <laughs> like, hold on, bro. <laughs> Literally. Yeah, I'm going to paint this dude. Um, Dean starts questioning Purple Guy about the murder. <laughs> they learn that Rich was with Lori Sorensen, who happens to be a local reverend's daughter. Uh, we cut to Lori's church. Her dad is doing a sermon. Dean and Sam make a lot of noise coming to the church, and everyone looks. Um, Lori stares at Sam for an awkward amount of time while her dad is talking about her dead boyfriend. Curiouser and curiouser. Yeah, the guy is, like, talking about how this he thinks this guy, like, saved his daughter's life, you know, and, and clearly sacrificed she's... himself. And she's like, who's this tall guy walking into my church? Hey, hey. I know, like, clearly she's not too distraught. Yeah. yeah. So um, they smile at each other. <laughs> and after the sermon, uh, Taylor, uh, Lori's roommate, is trying to convince Lori to hang out with her and their girlfriends that evening to do tequila shots and watch Reality Bites. Okay. <laughs> Reality Bites, can I just say, is a great movie. Never seen it. <laughs> oh, man. That is like, that is like a generation thing. I, I have quoted that movie for most of my life uh man yeah i don't even like i guess i I, like i kind of want to make you watch it but it's also like like it was kind of almost too old for me yeah what i mean yeah i think it's just funny that they're talking about taking tequila shots before they even get out the doors of the church you know like they are walking out and as they're walking out they're like so tequila yeah I mean, Hold on. A sorority. I can appreciate that. I like, know. I think it's just kind of funny. Yeah. Like, you didn't even wait till you got outside. <laughs> uh, Lori says she can't because she has dinner with her dad every Sunday night. Uh, Taylor keeps pressuring her, and Lori says she'll try to make it. So Sam and Dean approach Lori and introduce themselves, saying they're transfer students. Uh, they just want to say how sorry they are, and Sam says he knows what she's going through because he saw someone get hurt once, too. Uh, Lori's dad walks up and Lori introduces him. Dean distracts uh, her dad away so Sam and Lori can talk more. Smooth talking the priest. <laughs> yeah, he did that really well. I know, he's just like, so. He like he like noticed Sam and Lori hitting it off. So mm-hmm. he was like, I guess I'm going to give them some, some time. Perfect wingman right there. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's pretty I think, impressive. I think Dean like wants Sam to, you know, move on a little mm-hmm. bit from Jessica's death, so... Yeah. Um, because he hasn't, has he? He hasn't had any girl. Mm-mm. Not even really any interaction with, I mean, other than, like, waiter or waitresses and stuff. Yeah. You know, like, and they're all uh, looking at Dean, you know? <laughs> yeah, they are. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> I would look at both of them, but I would especially take a long look at Dean. <laughs> yeah. Yep. <laughs> um, he asks her about the murder, and she stands by her invisible killer stance. Um, we cut to a library. Sam is telling Dean that Lori said she heard scratching on the roof of the car and found the bloody body suspended upside down over the car. Dean says that sounds like the Hookman legend, one of the most famous urban legends ever. Uh, Sam says every urban legend has its source, the place where it all began. And Dean says, what about the invisible thing? Sam says maybe the Hookman isn't a man at all, but a spirit. So they do some research of old arrest records, and Sam finds one from 1862. A preacher named Jacob Carnes was arrested for murder. He was so angry over the red light district in town that one night he killed 13 prostitutes. Went on a raging, you know, That's blood a lot of bath, people for bath. one night, yeah. <laughs> I know. 
That's a lot. That's busy. Yeah. <laughs> That's busy. Honestly. <laughs> like, how do you even have all the time for that? <laughs> I don't know. Just logistically speaking, like, I sound like a psychopath right now and I realize this. <laughs> how do I fit 13 murders into one evening? I know, right? Like, <laughs> right after dinner. I <laughs> <laughs> like, how do you do that? I don't know. That's just, that's a lot of time. That that's is. all I'm going to say about that. That's a lot of time. <laughs> um, some of the victims were found dead in their beds, sheets soaked with blood. Others were suspended upside down from the limbs of trees as a warning against sins of the flesh. You know what that reminds me of? <laughs> oh. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> I once dated a guy. Oh, no. <laughs> This is, this is not that kind of story. Um, and, like, his mom was one of the best parts about this relationship. And she was a oh, cop. No. And she was, like, a like a sex crimes detective. But before that, when she was, like, a, like a street cop, or yeah. I'm sure there's an actual term for that. A patrolling yeah. officer, maybe? Yeah. I feel like I've heard that term before, but I don't know what it implies. Yeah, I don't know. Um, but her and her partner were, like, driving down the streets of Renton one night. Oh, no. Yeah, and they got this call, or, or they, I think they either got a call or they saw this big dude walking down the streets with an axe. Oh, no. And so they were like, hey. So, uh. What are you doing? <laughs> and he was like, there's these trees in the woods and their limbs are tied together to make an X and below it, blotty, blotty. And they were like, okay, well, you should probably show us. <laughs> also, don't go there by yourself, dude. So they follow him out to, like, the woods. And sure enough, there were these trees that had these two branches tied together in an X. And as they're approaching it, I guess the guy turns around and his eyes were, like, rolling in his head and his voice got all, like, deep and crazy. Uh-uh. And they just, they just turned around and ran. <laughs> ran back to their car and just started driving again. And <laughs> later they got a, a call, like, over there. Uh-huh. Their radio, when someone else was like, hey, does anyone, anyone know anything about this guy walking down the street with an axe? And they were like, don't stop. Keep going. <laughs> and I was like, did you ever, like, go back during the day and figure out what was below these tree branches? And then she was like, no. <laughs> I wouldn't. <laughs> I, I fucking would. would. I, I don't know. know. Okay, I feel like, though, that's kind of, like... Uh, it's kind of their job, you know, <laughs> as police officers, kind of their, like, yeah. <laughs> that's the sort of stuff that they look into so we don't have to, you know? mm-hmm. like, and I'm not saying go by yourself, oh, take no. the whole, like, unit with you, I'm telling <laughs> take you. Take the whole, like, police force. I know, right? Just, yeah. like, shoot anything that moves. Yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> but also, like, uh... I don't know. I just, I don't know how I feel about that story. Yeah. I love that story. I love that lady. She's amazing. (laughs) She sounds like fun. Yeah. She was. I love her. Um, Anyway. (laughs) Um, The preacher lost his hand in an accident and had it replaced with a silver hook. And this was the murder weapon. So not just 13 bodies in one night, but like he hooked them. You know? Yeah. He hooked the hookers. <laughs> <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> oh, 
<laughs> oh man. <laughs> We went there. <laughs> that one set itself up. <laughs> that was not planned, folks. <laughs> so this all happened on Nine Mile Road, which is where uh, Lori's boyfriend, Rich, died. Uh, we cut to Lori getting dropped off at her sorority house by her dad. They are arguing. He does not want her to be a party girl. And she says she's an adult and can take care of herself. And so she goes inside. Uh, she walks up to her room. On the way, she notices scratch marks on the walls in the hallway. No bueno. Turn around. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She walks into her room and decides to not turn on the light because Taylor is already asleep. Uh, so she goes and does, you know, normal bathroom things. <laughs> <laughs> you know. <laughs> you know. Uh, we cut to Sam and Dean investigating Nine Mile Road under the bridge. Dean hands Sam a gun filled with rock salt filled bullets. <laughs> rock salt and the shotgun, take one. Yeah. Out of many. <laughs> right? Uh, Sam is impressed. So salt is a spirit deterrent. And Dean says it won't kill them, but it'll slow them down. Uh, they hear something uh, in the woods. And while Sam is holding a gun, a cop pops out. Um, makes him get down on the ground. Also, I think it's hilarious because Sam immediately is just like, he's the one that had the gun, you know? Like, <laughs> <laughs> why do I have to get down on the ground and get my clothes dirty? Yeah. He, it's his fault, you know? <laughs> I didn't do anything. <laughs> uh, we cut back to Lori getting in bed. She sees Taylor shifting in her sleep. The camera pans to the area behind her bedroom door, and you can totally see the hook man lurking. Um, in the morning... I didn't even see that. Oh, yeah, it's really, it's really kind of faint, like, it's really that dim in that corner, but you can just kind of see, like, the outline of, like, his, like, hat. Huh, maybe I wasn't paying attention. Yeah. Yeah, Very possible. They spent enough time, like, like, looking into that corner of the room. I thought they just, like, zoomed out or something and, like, mm-hmm. were, like, oh, and we're in the dark or whatever, you know? Like, yeah, no, he's definitely there. Huh. Yeah. That shows you how well I uh, pay attention to my surroundings. Okay. I was like, what are we looking at? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> like, why? Um, in the morning, Lori wakes up and sees a bunch of blood on the ground, which is never good. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> then she sees Taylor is super dead. <laughs> Not just a little bit dead. She's super dead. She's super fucking dead. <laughs> in bed with her, uh, with her eyes wide open. Um, on the wall is written with blood. Aren't you glad you didn't turn on the light? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, thank you. Oh. Yeah. There's a symbol carved into the wall under the writing of a cross and stars. And we cut to the police department. Sam and Dean have been released. Dean told the cops that Sam is a dumbass pledge. <laughs> and they were hazing him. Sam says, what about the shotgun? Dean told the cops that uh, Sam was hunting ghosts and that spirits are repelled by rock salt. (laughs) Telling him the truth gets him out of trouble. (laughs) Typical Hell Week prank. Um, I mean, you never know. It could be. (laughs) As they're walking uh, to their car, a bunch of cops burst out of the building and hurry away so Sam and Dean follow. We cut to Lori sitting in the back of an ambulance looking shell-shocked. No one's talking to her. And Sam and Dean drive by and she makes some angsty eye contact with Sam. (laughs) my hero <laughs> i know i really like that scene because she's just like oh it's him like oh hi and sam kind of like looks at her pensively and then like looks away uh-huh. <laughs> don't dick her around sam uh-huh. 
uh, Sam and Dean sneak into the sorority house while the cops are still in it, which is pretty ballsy, I think. I think it's hilarious because Dean is like super excited about the whole thing too. He's like, we're going in a sorority. You know, yeah. like, this is great. Yeah. yeah. All the girls. He's way too excited about that. He's like, ooh, a sorority. Yeah, you know? didn't he be like, I think he said like, think we'll see a naked pillow fight. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Right after one of them died. Yes. I know, like, this is what he's excited about. Like, oh, somebody died. That's fine. You think we'll see a naked pillow fight? Like, right. What? <laughs> Just what? <laughs> also, like, I wasn't in a sorority, but I don't think naked pillow fights are a thing. Maybe they are. Mm-hmm. I was in an all-girls dorm. It wasn't a sorority, but it was about the closest you could come to a sorority. And the most exciting, I guess you could say, <laughs> things got were lingeries, literally dancing around yeah. in our underwear in the bathroom. Yeah. Like, we'd walk down to the... <laughs> I didn't do this. I shouldn't say we, because I didn't ever do this, but, like, girls would walk down to the bathroom in their robes, mm-hmm. and, like, if you had to go to the bathroom, it was super awkward, because, like, I walked in one time, and they were having their little, like, lingerie of dance party, and had, like, glow sticks and everything, and we were waving around and dancing around in their underwear, and I'm like... Um, I gotta pee. I gotta pee. <laughs> <laughs> and so I just, like, walked in, and they're like, oh, are you joining us? I was like... I gotta go to the bathroom. <laughs> I just came for the toilet. I know. And so I was like, well, this is awkward. As they're having their dance party, I'm, like, peeing. <laughs> and I'm, like, washing my hands. I'm like, okay. And they're like, are you gonna come back? I'm like, I don't know. And then I, like, hid in my room. <laughs> it wasn't, like, I don't know. It was just kind of awkward. Mostly because I didn't know any of the girls. Oh, yeah. You know, it was just kind of, like, they were the girls that would go out and party and all that sort of mm-hmm. stuff. And I was like, mm. I don't know if those are the mm-hmm. the ones that I want, especially because it was a Presbyterian school, right? Like, mm-hmm. if if stuff happens, like, and they get questioned about doing, because there's like all these different rules and stuff, like you can't sleep, boys and girls can't sleep in the same room, right. like all this, all these different things, and so it was like, if they do something stupid, I don't want to be involved. Mm-hmm. And they did do stupid stuff every once in a while, and they got questioned a couple of times, and I was like. I'm so glad you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> that I don't hang out with them. I'm just going to be honest. A, a lingerie sounds awesome. <laughs> I mean, okay, it would be really fun, I guess, yeah. if it was, like, a group of your friends, but with some, right. like, random chicks that you don't know dance oh, yeah, around in your weird. underwear, it's weird. Especially when you're trying to pee. Like, I get that. Yeah. <laughs> like, I just really need to pee, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> so, Sam and Dean, yeah. <laughs> they shimmy up the side of the house and into a tiny window of a closet uh, they check out the crime scene and say the message on the wall is right out of the legend. Classic hook, man. Uh, Dean says it's definitely a spirit. Sam says he's never smelled ozone so strong before. Which is so strange because they never bring that up in, I mean, no. that I can remember in any other episodes yeah, after I, this, I you don't, know? I don't think we've ever heard the word, like, ozone. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, Again. like, with the sulfur thing, well... Yeah, with the sulfur thing with the airplane. Yeah. You know, they were like, oh, what's that smell? And they figured out it was sulfur. So you would think Mm -hmm. that if it was that, that they would, like, say it. You know, like, oh, it's sulfur smell or whatever, because they, like, just recently dealt with that. Mm -hmm. We're like, this is ozone. And And they don't bring it up at all after that. And there is some, like, future episodes that have ectoplasm, but they never talk about the smell, so. Yeah, uh And I don't know if it's, yeah, they didn't say, I mean, they didn't see anything. Mm. It was just a smell. Yeah. So So Sam notices the symbol under the writing on the wall is the same symbol carved into Jacob Carnes' uh, hook. 
Looks like it says nook in my, in my house. <laughs> in his little nook. It's carved into his nook. <laughs> <laughs> He's got his corner that he goes into. <laughs> Full of carvings. Uh, oh, boy. That's like, oh, my gosh. Okay. <laughs> I When I went to London, we went and uh, toured White Tower. Mm-hmm. And, like, on pretty much all the stones, it was kind of creepy, but also kind of cool at the same time because, you know, the people that were trapped up there in the tower mm-hmm. would, like put carvings in the walls and stuff, and so they'd have, like, their own stones, and it was basically, like, they were kind of carving their own headstones, you know, like, and you could tell the ones that were in there for longer, because they had, like, more intricate or, like, deeper grooves into their stone or whatever, Mm -hmm. and a lot of them had, like, their name on it and whatnot, and it was, like, some of it was in, like, Latin and stuff, but, um... There's a few of them that were, like, started, and then you could tell, like, they got taken out of the tower, whether it was, like, because they were, you know, executed or whatever, you Mm -hmm. know, it was just, like, kind of surreal, because, like, you hear about that sort of stuff, but then you're, like, these people were touching these, and they were in this room, and it was, like, what? That's crazy. But, yeah, that just kind of reminded me of that, like, they're in their, he's in his little corner doing his carvings, they're in their little tower (laughs) doing their carvings. Anyways, (laughs) I went there. (laughs) We're laughing, but it's not funny. It's not funny, but it was, yeah, I just had a little flashback. Yeah. It is hard to imagine, just because, like, it's so long ago. Yeah. And, like, it wasn't even, I think, I mean, English, you know, Mm -hmm. now, I I mean, a lot of the carvings were in, like, Latin and, you know, like, the older language of, I mean, nobody speaks Latin anymore. Right. (laughs) I mean, you can take Latin classes, but, like... I don't think there's any society that speaks Latin anymore. Right. You know, it's just like the root of a lot of words. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. Wow. Um, let's see. Dean wants to find the grave to salt and burn the bones. But Sam says he was burned and he was buried, not burned, but buried <laughs> in an unmarked grave. Um, Dean thinks Lori has something to do with the whole thing. Uh, we cut to a fret party. <laughs> Dean is loving it. He's like, why didn't I go to college? Yeah, and Sam says this really wasn't his experience in college. Um, Sam was thinking about how the hookman could be tied to Lori. So he did some research and found in 1932 a clergyman was arrested for murder, and then in 1967 a seminarian went on a hippie rampage. Sam says there's a pattern. In both cases, the suspect was a man of religion who openly preached against immorality and then found himself wanted for killings that he claimed were the work of an invisible force, killings that were carried out with a sharp instrument. Sam thinks the connection to Lori is her dad. Dean thinks he must be summoning the hookman spirit. Sam says maybe the spirit's latched on to the reverend's repressed emotions and is haunting him like a poltergeist can haunt a person instead of a place. The spirit can feed on him without him even knowing it. That's sketchy. Like, <laughs> oh, by the way, this terrible stuff is happening because of your emotions and you don't even know it. I know. I didn't realize <laughs> that that's, like, in this world anyways, what a what a poltergeist does. Like, they say it haunts a person instead of a place. I feel like I heard, like, a mention of it, like, in brief passing, maybe, like... I, I don't remember. Like, it sounds somewhat familiar, mm-hmm. but I don't know, like, when it would have been or whatever. But it does sound kind of familiar. 
That sounds terrifying. <laughs> um, Dean tells Sam to keep an eye on Lori while he goes uh, and tries to find the unmarked grave. Poor Dean has to find a grave instead of partying. <laughs> I know. A, a college girl is making sexy eyes at Dean, and he is so bummed that he has to go to a graveyard instead. I know. <laughs> so we cut to Dean in the graveyard, and he does find a grave with Jacob Carbs, Jacob Carnes' symbol on it. Uh, we cut to Sam creeping outside Lori's house. <laughs> and not being, like, he's not even hiding in the bushes. He's just, like, standing outside at the window. Yeah, being like, just, like, <laughs> super obvious. <laughs> like, that is they're not gonna okay. know. That is never okay. They're gonna know. At least be, like, a creeper in the bushes or something. <laughs> so, like, they might not see you right away. Like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. There's no way know. to, like, properly creep, I don't think. <laughs> I, I think you just shouldn't creep. Because if you're creeping in the bushes, the neighbors are going to be like, yo, there's someone <laughs> creeping in your bushes. But if you're just standing on the on the lawn, maybe they're like, oh, maybe he's supposed to be there. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. I don't know. Maybe don't he know. thought it through. <laughs> What'll, what'll look the least suspicious to the neighbors? I don't <laughs> I know. know. Exactly. Um, you can hear Lori having an argument with her dad. And we cut back to Dean sweating. Hey. <laughs> and digging up a grave. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Yay. Oh. Yeah. He busts up in the coffin and says, hello, preacher. <laughs> uh, we cut back to outside Lori's house. She comes out and says she noticed him outside. Um, I would be creeped the fuck out, but she thinks that it's sweet. I would not be so calm about somebody stalking my house, you know? Yeah, she's like, oh, hey, I noticed you. I know, like, she's clearly got a thing for him because there's no way if, unless you were, like, had a crush on somebody that that would ever, I mean, even if you did have a crush on somebody, it would still be kind of weird, you know? Like, it is, yeah. But that would be the only time I think that it would be not even okay, but, like, you might not freak out as much about it if you're like, ooh, he can watch me anytime. Yeah. <laughs> I know, right? I mean, if Sam Winchester was creeping outside your house, you'd probably be like, hey. Knowing what I know about Supernatural, I'd be like, uh-oh, you know? <laughs> What's about to happen? There's some also, guys mumbo jumbo up in here. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> also, where's Dean? <laughs> You're around. Dean must be around somewhere. No, he's in a graveyard digging shit up. Well, you never know. He can come back. <laughs> but he's sweating. <laughs> hey. <laughs> uh, um. So. <laughs> anyways. <laughs> That got weird. I know. So she thinks that it's really sweet that he's being a creeper. Uh, she says everyone around her is dying, and Sam says that he feels the same. We cut back to Dean, who salts the bones and then squirts lighter fluid all over him. <laughs> he lights a match and says, goodbye, preacher, and drops it in. Such sass. I know. We cut back to Lori and Sam. She starts bitching about her dad uh, that he's seeing a married woman. And she is uh, hardcore questioning his morality. She says, on one hand, just do what you want to be happy. But he taught me, raised me to believe that if you do something wrong, you will get punished. Sam gives her soft, empathetic eyes. Soft Sammy eyes. (laughs) And she she smiles and goes to hug him and then kisses him. Uh, This is Sam's first kiss since Jessica. Oh. Yeah. 
Also, you're kind of like, good for you, bro. You know? <laughs> yeah, she totally goes for it. Um, he's hesitant and breaks it off. I mean, he like kisses her back and like I know for like a good while. Yeah, and, <laughs> and like he's like, oh wait, <laughs> caresses her shoulder. But then he's like, oh no, I can't do this. Um, so he says he can't, and she correctly guesses that it's because of someone that Sam lost. So she apologizes, and her dad comes out and calls her inside. And she says, very angrily, I'll come in when I'm ready. And the hook man appears behind her dad and hooks him in the shoulder. Like, instantaneously, just like, I'll come in when I'm ready. Oh, by the way. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Hooked to the shoulder and drags him back into the house. So Sam pulls a gun out of his bag and runs inside. He shoots the spirit before it can kill the reverend. um, And the hook man disappears. So we cut to the hospital. Sam tells Dean uh, the hookman is attached to Lori and not her dad. She's pissed about the immorality of her dad having an affair. So she's conflicted and the hookman is latching onto her repressed emotions and punishing people for her. Uh, the frat boy came on too strong. Trailer. Trailer. <laughs> A.K.A. Taylor. <laughs> tried to turn Lori into a party girl. Uh, so they got dead. <laughs> Uh, Sam and Dean want to know why salting and burning the bones did not work. Sam says Dean must have missed something, but Dean says he burned everything in that coffin. Sam asks, uh, did you get the hook? And Dean did not. Yeah, nope. (laughs) There there was no hook in that grave. Uh, So the hook must be the source of that power. Um, So find the hook. Stop the hook, man. We cut back to the library. They're doing more research. Dean finds in the Iowa State Penitentiary logbook that all the prisoners' earthly possessions uh, shall be given to St. Barnabas Church, which is Lori's church and home. Coincidence. I know. Hey, 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 hey. (laughs) What? (laughs) They check the church records and find uh, the hook has been melted down and made into something else. So it could be anything, which totally sucks. (laughs) It's like, oh, by the way, it still exists, but you don't even know what it looks like anymore. (laughs) (laughs) It's something silver. Uh, Later that night, they go to uh, Lori's church house. And Dean says, uh, anything silver's got to go in the fire. No one's home, so Sam breaks into the house while Dean breaks into the church. Dean is throwing um, salt into a wood stove, and he starts tossing everything he and Sam can find that's made with silver. It's so unfortunate, because, like, there's so many cool things, like plates and platters and cups and all that sort of stuff, and it's like, that's cool stuff, and they're just burning it all. (laughs) I know. Someone's going to be pissed in the morning. Oh, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Like, that stuff's probably not cheap. Priceless, one might say. Yeah. (laughs) So they hear footsteps upstairs and go to investigate. It's Lori crying in the pews. Sam goes to talk to her while Dean melts more silver. Lori says it's her fault that everything is happening. She's got crazy eyes and starts talking about avenging angels. (laughs) (laughs) She has serious crazy eyes at this point. Like, oh my god! I mean, I might have crazy eyes, too. Like, if this is all happening. Oh, yeah. I'd have, like, major crazy eyes. (laughs) But she's she's rocking those crazy eyes. (laughs) Um, Sam says this is not an angel. Um, she says she doesn't know how, but a part of her wanted her dad punished, and then the hook man punished him. She's talking about how she's to blame for Rich and Taylor's deaths, and then we see the hook man materialize. Lori says that the victims didn't deserve to be punished, but she does. Why would you say that if you know that it's like, these people, I wanted them to be punished, but now I need to be punished? Okay, well, first of all, that's just saying, oh, 
by the way, I need to die now. Yeah. Well, she is truly feeling the guilt here. Oh, yeah. But, like... (laughs) And she was raised to think, you know, to believe that if you did something wrong, you get punished. And she caused their death, so she should be punished. Yeah. Death wish, though, a little... Crazy eyes! (laughs) (laughs) It's true. Yeah. Um, They hear some wonky noises and try to run away, but the hookman appears and attacks them. Sam gets hooked in the arm uh, and slammed into the wall. Again! How many walls will Sam get slammed into? We should probably start a count, but I don't even know how many have happened so far. I know, right? Like, here's the thing, is that they both get slammed into so many walls that, like, it's not even, like... I mean, multiple times in some episodes. Yeah, they either get slammed into the wall or they get, like, pinned against the wall, but, like, a couple feet up by whatever force. (laughs) You know, things. (laughs) Uh, So Dean runs in and rock salt shoots the hookman. They realize that Lori is wearing a silver cross necklace, and she said it was given to her by her father, and it was a church heirloom. Sam rips it off her neck and tosses it at Dean, who tosses him the gun. Okay, I've never had a necklace ripped off my neck, but I feel like it would hurt. I would feel like it would hurt, yeah. Like, I mean, especially if it's, like, caught in any of your, like, baby hairs in the back of your neck. Or, like, you would feel just, or you would think that just the feeling of, like, the chain, like, getting really rubbed against your neck would rub you a little raw. Yeah. Yeah. That would be not so fun. It always, like, in shows, it always just looks like the easiest thing. But I think that shit would hurt. Yeah. They probably have, like, magnet clasps, you know? Oh, yeah. Like, I've never tried it, and I've never seen anybody try it, but I feel like it would be more of, like, I don't know, you wouldn't be able to just, like, yank it, you know? I mean, maybe, but I don't know. But it would fucking hurt. It would not feel good, that's for sure. So, Dean runs back to the furnace to burn the necklace. He tosses it in the fire while Sam and Lori cower in a corner. And they are cowering. I mean, they are just (laughs) like... like, "Ah!" Yeah. (laughs) So, the cross melts and Hookie burns up and ashes out. Here's the thing, though. Like, that would not melt that fast if that's metal... I don't know. I've never tried to melt metal. Maybe it was like, I mean, you know, because you see people, not that I've ever tried to (laughs) melt metal either, but like, usually it's like really hot. Mm -hmm. And I don't think that furnace would be that hot. I mean, maybe. Maybe. But I don't know. Maybe it's like the salt, like purifying thing that just like withers it away. Maybe. Maybe because it was like a... I want to say a spiritual thing, but like a supernatural thing ah. <laughs> that it burned more Some quickly. Some might say supernatural. <laughs> that was bad. I'm was sorry, a, folks. It was a supernatural melting. <laughs> uh, Lori looks pretty traumatized. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Still with the crazy eyes. Uh, <laughs> we cut to the morning. Lori is saying goodbye to Sam. Uh, she completely and totally wants to smooch him here. You oh, can yeah. tell. Yeah. <laughs> She's into Sam. Yeah. And Dean is watching um, all of this in his review mirror in the car. <laughs> kind of creepy, but kind of funny at yeah. the same time. <laughs> I mean, if I was Dean and you were Sam, I would totally be watching. <laughs> I'd be like, I want to know if you're going to smooch crazy eyes. <laughs> See, PDA kind of makes me uncomfortable. <laughs> really? A little bit. Huh. Like, it's fu- It's kind of funny because, like, other people, I'm just like, eh, whatever. I just, like, don't pay attention to it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, like, with Chris and I, I'm like, 
you can't do that. People are looking. You know, like, <laughs> what are you doing? You know? Eric and I are totally the opposite. <laughs> People are looking great. No. Yeah. I'm going to stick my tongue in your ear. <laughs> not, not really. Not really. No, it's, but... it's kind of funny. Like, uh, Chris, like, does not have that problem. It's kind of funny. Like, he's like, yeah. who cares? And I'm like, I do. You know? Yeah. It embarrasses me when people go crazy, like, in public. You know, especially, like, okay, you know, like, if you're I out mean, and like, about and people are, like, in the mall or whatever and yeah. they're, like, making out, it's like, please stop. Yeah. Like, I, don't mean, like, I don't mean, like, getting <laughs> sexual. Like, that's, yeah. not, that's not cool at all. But just, like, affectionate doesn't freak me out in any Oh, way. no. Like, affectionate is one thing, but, like, I don't know. It, it's just kind of odd. <laughs> so, like, I'd probably be like, look away. <laughs> I sound so old when people are getting sexual in public. <laughs> uh, oh, man. Oh, okay. Um, Dean looks disappointed when Sam walks over to him. Dean says, we could stay, but Sam shakes his head no. Lori looks super sad as they drive away. And Sam does, too. Yeah, he's like Sam. sad that he can't like get over it and just move on. You yeah, know? but I am kind of glad he didn't move on with crazy eyes. It's still kind of soon. Yeah, it is too soon. Also, crazy eyes. <laughs> also, yeah, that's a whole, a whole area a can of worms. Crazy. Yeah, can stay shut. Yeah, and credits. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. <laughs> do you have any thoughts? I do have thoughts. <laughs> So, one of my thoughts was when, you know, Sam says, hey, check this out, like, so many times, and I'm pretty sure, like, I don't think it was maybe the first time that he said it, but it was one of the first times he said it, and (laughs) my note for that was, hey, check this out, from Sam, many more to come. Yes. (laughs) Like, I swear he says it once an episode. At least, or like mm-hmm. some sort of check this out, or I found this, or you know, in doing my research, or, <laughs> the lore says, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's when he does a lot. Oh man. <laughs> um, one of my other thoughts was they mentioned they did a reference to Doctor Vinkman, mm-hmm. which I didn't watch Ghostbusters, but I, it was clearly one of those things. Let with like okay, they were trying to reference something here, and yeah. so I looked it up, and I was like, "Oh, Ghostbusters! We should totally watch the Ghostbusters." I think, I think I've seen the Ghostbusters, but mm-hmm. it's just been so long that I don't remember like any of it. I remember there being this green like slime thing mm-hmm. or like ghosty thing, maybe. Slimer. Or, sure, his name is Slimer. Oh, okay. So like you know, it could, I'm like it could have been that, or it also could have been when I watched Flubber. I don't really know. <laughs> <laughs> a green gooey thing. Flubber. <laughs> Super bouncing. Oh, that's great. <laughs> that's great. Oh, man. <laughs> um, one of my other thoughts on the episode, I thought it was just funny when Dean's like, remind me not to piss this girl off. <laughs> okay, and that is legit. Legit? Like, she's crazy eyes. She's you know? crazy eyes, and she will send Hooky after you. I know. Whether she knows it or not, she might just do it. Yeah. You know? <laughs> uh. Yeah, one of the other um, things that I thought was kind of funny was... Um, <laughs> Dean's like library studying. Did I just say library? 
the <laughs> library. Oh, yeah, when Dean says, oh man, library, studying straight A's, and he's like, huh, what a geek. Yeah. You know, I used to say library like that. I used to say that for the longest time. <laughs> I don't know if I did, but apparently that's a thing right now. <laughs> How do you say February? February. So, so say it slower. February. So you don't say February. I don't know. I guess not. Okay. Wait, say, this is the, this is the word I have the hardest time with. Regularly. 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 Oh, no. It's like, it's my downfall. (laughs) Regularly. Oh, no. (laughs) Ah! It's not as bad as Chipotle. What? Chipotle. Chipotle. I know. My dad says it, too. It's not even like it. I mean, and he knows that he says it, but he just doesn't care, so he keeps saying it. <laughs> it's like, it's Chipotle. And he's like, yeah, Chipotle. And it's oh, like, no. no! <laughs> Stop it! And both Chris and I, like, can't stand it. And so whenever he says it, we're both just like, ah! Yeah, <laughs> it's wrong. <laughs> it's not right. <laughs> it's just not right. <laughs> Uh, one of my last thought um, <laughs> for this episode is when the sheriff was like, well, boys, you know, you probably should. And Dean's like, don't worry, we're leaving town. Like, yeah. He knows the drill. Apparently this has been said to him many times before. Like, yeah. it is not new information. He's like, yeah, don't worry, we'll get out of your hair. Right. <laughs> Yeah, because the cops throughout the whole thing are just like, you keep showing up. Yeah, like, maybe you should just disappear now. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, we will. <laughs> yeah. Um, so my favorite moments from this episode were, um, <laughs> he's the artist. The things he could do with a brush. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and at the end, like, a little bit later in that scene, he's like, hey, Sammy, you missed a spot down there. <laughs> and Sam, like, glares at him, and Dean's just like, hey. <laughs> I want to make this, play this out for as long as I can. Yeah, you're going to keep painting this, dude. <laughs> I think my favorite moment is the beginning, um, when uh, just the whole, the whole Hookman legend totally yeah. just, like, thrills me, because, like, I heard about it when I was a kid, <laughs> you know what I mean? So yeah. it's kind of just, like, always this, this, like, scary urban legend. Yeah. Um, and so just the fact that it was, like, I was just, like, seeing it. Yeah. Like, seeing it happen was awesome. This is a thing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that was pretty great. <laughs> I think one of my other favorite moments was, um, I don't remember what it was after, but, um... Dean was, I think it was after the whole, like, um, Lori was saying something about, like, all these crazy things are happening in this invisible man. It was, like, before they kind of knew what was going on. Um, (laughs) and Dean's like, so you believe her? And Sam's like, I do. And then Dean's like, I think she's hot, too. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Like, you believe her because she's hot, don't you? (laughs) Right. She, she is pretty cute. I mean, she's cute, but it was just kind of funny. I think, like, the first warning sign that Sam should have had is when, like, they're in the church and she's making, like, eyes at him while her dad is talking about her dead boyfriend. It's all in the eyes. Yeah. (laughs) Like, she doesn't even seem all that concerned. It's like, oh, somebody died. But there's this cute guy. Yeah. (laughs) 
Yeah, who's that? <laughs> also, the last guy who died was maybe somebody that I was interested in, mm-hmm. but still, cute guy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Ugh. <laughs> so, <clears throat> interesting facts for this episode. Um, so, I was looking up anything that had to do with the Theta sorority, um, and so the Theta sorority is a thing, but it's it's something that's short for Kappa Alpha Theta, I guess. Um, they don't have any stories of hauntings that I could find, but the Penn State um, chapter, I guess they're called, of the Theta sorority, they have a haunted house every year. Mm. Um, from what it sounds like, I mean, it seems like there's a recurrence of them at least. I don't know if they for sure do them every year, but it's definitely like, uh, it's happened more than once. Yeah. <laughs> um, and they put that on with Sigma Pi, which I don't know if that's a frat or another sorority or whatever. Like, I didn't mm-hmm. look into that, which I probably should have. <laughs> I don't know. It's but, um, yeah. And so there is a University of Iowa Theta House. Um, but in the episode, it says that it's Eastern Iowa University, which isn't, they don't have a Theta House there. And Eastern Iowa University is actually a community college, but it's like a group of three of them. So oh. it's like near here, there's a community college that they have like different, um, like locations, s- locations and stuff. Mm-hmm. And, but it's all like the same college. Or, like, I don't know. what I don't yeah. know if it's, like, three different community colleges that are named different things. I didn't look that much into it. Or if it's, like, just different branches of the same college. Yeah, different um, campuses. But they're all located among the, or along the Mississippi River. Um, so, oh. yeah. Um, other interesting facts of this episode were about the Hookman uh, legend. Um, so, it was originally supposed to be... So, well... The Hookman episode, I guess I should say, not the legend. The, um, the episode was originally supposed to be the third episode, but Eric Kripke felt that it wasn't scary enough, so he kind of, like, gave the director more time to build in more scares by bumping it kind of down the schedule. So, like, here, make it scarier. <laughs> so it would have been right after Wendigo. hmm Yeah. Interesting. Which would have been an interesting... What was the third episode instead of Wendy? Oh, it was, wasn't it Blackwater, the the lake? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. I gotta say, like, that's a pretty slow, kind of depressing episode. Yeah. Um, and this one is a little bit more exciting. Mm-hmm. Like, more things happen. Yeah. I, I shouldn't say more things happen, but more things are more dramatic when they happen. Yeah, this one is <laughs> a lot less moody. Yeah. So, I don't know. I wonder how that would have flowed differently. Yeah. I mean, okay, so Wendigo is a pretty slow, moody episode, too, when you think about it. It is. There's moments that are fast, but I think it is kind yeah. of, like, So, moody. I could see this episode doing well between those two, at least. Cause, yeah. Because those are pretty too, like, pretty, <laughs> those are too pretty <laughs> slow, too beautiful, no, too pretty <laughs> slow episodes. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know what I'm trying to say now. (laughs) (laughs) It's all good. Yeah. (laughs) So, anyway. Cool. Okay. (laughs) So, um, one of the other interesting facts for this episode is that it's the first episode in which rock salt is considered a threat to spirits. Like, they, I don't, you know, they haven't had any, like, salt. I mean, they've used salt, I think. Have they used salt, even? I don't think they have. Um... At least not that I remember. <laughs> I don't remember them using salt 
either. Yeah, so I think, and it's definitely the first time that they, like, do the whole salt shotgun thing. Right. And they, like, because they explain it, you know, like, they never really explain it Mm -hmm. much unless it's, I mean, sometimes there's been points where they'll, like, explain it to somebody, like, that's outside of the supernatural circle, you know? Um, But, yeah, I don't, I mean, this is the first time that they use it, I Mm -hmm. think, so... And it's it just sounds like it's the first time Sam's ever hurt because because Dean's like explaining it to Sam. Yeah, yeah. At least about the shotgun shell part of it. Yeah, like right. he knows about the salt part of it, but he's like, mm-hmm. I put it in. It sounds like it's kind of Dean's invention. He puts it in the shotgun shells yeah. to like shoot at them and slow them down. You mm-hmm. know, like or maybe Daddy Winchester came up with it. Who knows? But yeah. between the two of them, it was probably one of them. Yeah, from what it sounds like. Hmm. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So, I did some research on the Hookman legend, um, and I got this information off of the Ranker website. Um, the Hookman urban legend tells a tale of a deranged murderer with a hook for a hand. He always escapes either from a prison or from a mental institution, and on his murder sprees, he targets young couples who are alone at night. Um, the Hookman could have been inspired by real-life cases, or it could have been completely fabricated in order to scare teenagers into listening to their parents. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, the most common version of the story has two teenagers making out in a parked car, <laughs> as they do. <laughs> like we saw in the episode. <laughs> right. Uh, they hear a story on the radio about an escaped convict with a hook for a hand. The girlfriend hears a scratching outside the car and demands they leave. The boyfriend speeds off, uh, frustrated because he isn't going to get any. <laughs> and, when, and leaves her there? No, like, no, they're both in the car. Oh, and when, like, hold on. Yeah. <laughs> what a jerk move. I know. <laughs> like, I'm leaving. You're staying. <laughs> you can die. I'm, yeah. I'm frustrated. Um, and when he arrives at the girlfriend's house, the couple discover a hook on the outside um, the hook on the door handle. The implication is that because the girlfriend insisted on leaving, the couple narrowly missed the hook man's attack. Um, in another version of the story, the lovers are less lucky. They spot the hook man and try to escape, but the hook man holds onto the roof of the car and goes right along with them, eventually killing them. Just <laughs> right along there. Yeah. I just imagine him like perched on top of the car. Yeah. Jeepers it. Creepers yeah, style. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Oh, I love those movies so much. So much. God, I love those movies. Um, oh, it just like warms my heart that you even brought that up. <laughs> You're the one that had me watch him too. I know, and then you remembered. Oh. Well, it did happen more than once in the movies. I know. He's on top of a lot of vehicles. He is. It's his thing. Uh, in one variation of the story, the boyfriend gets out of the car to relieve himself. And while the girlfriend waits for him, she hears uh, the same radio broadcast. Radio broadcast. <laughs> uh, she then begins hearing a scratching noise on the roof of the car. When she gets out, she finds that her boyfriend has been hanged from a tree, and the noise was his feet scraping against the car roof. I definitely feel like the writers of Supernatural read this 
Oh, yeah. Web well, page, you know? Well, <laughs> I mean, I remember all of this from when I was a kid. Oh, yeah. yeah. So it's pretty common. I yeah, guess, totally. Yeah. Um, a slightly different variation of the story has the boyfriend being hanged by his feet and the scratching noise that his girlfriend hears is his fingernails scraping along the roof of the car. And that's what happened in the episode. Mm-hmm. Um, in perhaps the most gruesome version of the story, the girlfriend stays inside the car and begins to hear a thumping sound. When she gets out of the car, she finds the hookman on the roof of her car banging her boyfriend's severed head on it. What? <laughs> uh, in some versions, he uses his other hand to dangle the car keys. That's just like, no, I can't deal with that. Like, all the rest of them are like, okay, you know, they're still, I would still freak out, but like, that one's too much. <laughs> yeah, that's like, she doesn't, I would pee. <laughs> she doesn't escape that. She definitely dies at that point. Oh, yeah, like, yeah. there's no way. <laughs> uh, taking the moral of the story to the extreme, some variations of the Hookman legend ditch the parked car and have him going straight into college dorms to murder sexually active students. The murder takes place uh, while the victim's virgin roommate is asleep. In the morning, she sees a message on the wall. Aren't you glad you didn't turn on the light written in the victim's blood? Definitely supernatural, all of what happened in this episode. Yeah. Um, In the classic version of the story, the implication is that if the teenagers had stayed in the parked car and continued to make out, they would have been murdered by the hookman. The story was designed to scare young people out of sexual activity. So, uh... <laughs> see, I grew up in church, and it was basically just, like, leave room for Jesus. He can see what you're doing, you know? <laughs> and I didn't, and I was like, don't have sex because the hook man will get you. <laughs> I never even heard of the hook man until I watched this episode oh for the first God. time. Oh, my God. I heard it probably as, like, a preteen. Just, like, the all of the urban legends, <laughs> you know? I definitely didn't hear any of that. It was just, like, a Jesus is watching Oh, this is, like, situation. don't... <laughs> Park with a capital P because the hook man will get you. That's why you don't make out in cars. Well, that's unfortunate. Yeah. Oh, man. I love it. So, what was your idiot or ass butt moment? So, my idiot moment this week was I definitely realized that. So, getting married this summer, mm-hmm. and I'm like, oh, okay, I should talk to this person about this, this person about this. I realize, like, I don't have the florist phone number, and I know her. Like, I just have to go to church and, like, be like, hey, by the way, you know, yeah. I forgot to get your number, but, like, I feel kind of like an idiot because, like, <laughs> she said that she would do the flowers, <laughs> and I haven't really talked to her since, yeah. and I'm like, oh, no, you know, <laughs> and, I mean, to be fair... I, you know, I was in choir with her, all that sort of stuff, and, mm-hmm. like, there hasn't been a choir for a while, so it's, I feel like it's kind of acceptable, but also, at the same time, like, it's not. Yeah. <laughs> I definitely should have, like, gotten her number when she's like, oh, yeah, I'll do this. I'm like, great, can I have your number so we can talk more about it? Mm-hmm. I didn't do that. <laughs> uh, but you'll see her soon. Yeah, I mean, I just have to go to church and find her, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's not... It's not that big of a crisis, you know? But still. Yeah. That's funny. <laughs> so what was your idiot or ass butt moment this week? Um, we recently pulled our old elliptical out of the garage, and we probably bought it like 10 years ago. Not exaggerating. It's that old. <laughs> and, as long as it still works. <laughs> yeah, and I haven't used it since 
um, before we got married, so like five years ago, which is <laughs> crazy. And I was I was ellipticaling a lot. Is that a word? Elliptically? We'll go with it. Okay. And then um, and then after a couple of months of that, I discovered dance workout videos. <laughs> And so Eric and I were just doing dance workout videos, which is hilarious. That's amazing. Hilarious and awesome, and I recommend it. I need to get Chris into those. I think that would be fun. It is so much fun, just because, like, you're laughing at each other. It's just, it's great. And it's exercise. Yeah, it's so much fun. So, um... So anyways, it's been in our garage forever, and uh, we recently pulled it out, and we got someone to come fix it, and I've been doing it for, like, the last week and a half, which is nice. Cause That's I, cool. It's, yeah, it's cool, because I haven't, you know, done that whole exercise business <laughs> in a while. You had a kid. It's fine. I know. I know. Like, how many years can I use that for an excuse, though? Like, oh. <laughs> As many as you want to, I feel like. Okay, because we're going on four. But, like, that's cool. That's fine. Anyways, I started. He's only three and a half. I know, I know. All right. So, so I started doing it, and I um, apparently, like, I've tried to watch other shows while I love to go, but I apparently only like to watch Supernatural. <laughs> I don't know why. Also amazing. Yeah. So I was, like, I, was, I decided to watch a really sad, emotional episode, and, um, and I love to go for like an hour, you know, not <laughs> a whole episode. Yeah, basically. yeah, more than a whole episode because they only yeah. run for about forty minutes. That's no true. Without the yeah, yeah. so um, I don't know what I was thinking, but I was like, <laughs> I was sweating hard and I was bawling my eyes out <laughs> at the same time. It was like, <laughs> and it was confusing as fuck. <laughs> my body was like, I don't know what's happening. <laughs> We're sweating and crying. Yeah. And we're like, I can't decide. Like, <laughs> so that was my agent moment. Just the whole entire body confusion. <laughs> I mean, you know, life happens. Yeah, it was a lot of crying. Like, it's hard to like contain all that snot while you're moving, while you're moving like that. Oh no! Yeah, yeah, it was, it was weird. <laughs> So anyway, yeah. so thank you so much for listening to our podcast. Uh, you can email us at idgetsandaspetspodcast at gmail.com. Uh, the word and is spelled out or visit our Facebook page, Idgets and Aspets, a supernatural podcast. Thanks again. Thank you.